afternoon or good evening and welcome to the Vanguard. For Spike the Fantastic Foreskins, Cohen, I am Matt Wright, and together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom. We're doing so we're doing comic book characters this year. We're well, I'm not even gonna say it's this year because me and one other person have come up with one month's worth. Okay, all right, fair enough, fair enough. Folks, thanks so much for tuning in for this special new beginning of the year episode of the Muddy Waters of Freedom. If you are watching this live, or even if you're not, if you're watching this video, share, 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 share it now. And if you are, can you share podcasts? Yes. If you're watching this, listening to this as a podcast, share that too, somehow. <laughs> I don't know how we do that, but share it, like us, like whatever, whatever, however you are viewing or listening to this right now, be sure to like, follow, subscribe, whatever it's called on that thing, and if it's on YouTube, be sure to hit the bell. Hit the damn bell, because if you don't hit the bell, then your phone's not going to get blown up with notifications every time we go live, and that is unfortunate for you. We don't want you to miss out. Give the gift of muddied waters today. Kids love it. Kids love it. You may notice uh, that Spike and I are much smaller than we normally yes. are, and that is because we have a very special guest co-hosting with us tonight. Everybody knows him. Everybody loves him. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Thomas Queter. Hello, and thank you for having me tonight. <laughs> Thomas, thanks so much for hanging out with us tonight. I think we're going to have a lot of fun, man. Yeah, actually, I wanted to thank Spike specifically for saying my last name correctly in Orlando. <laughs> you were the first That's, libertarian big, to point you know, out. It's me. important to me. You were the first libertarian to point out and say my last name correctly. Um, apparently, my mic is messed up. You guys can hear each other, and that's good. So I'm going to let you two talk for a moment because I. Oh. So apparently we are having some audio issues on uh, Spikes, and we're also using a, a program that we don't normally use to do any of this, so hopefully Spike can get the audio fixed. But in the meantime, while Spike is doing that, since he can't hear us, we can say whatever we want about him. Um, <laughs> Thomas. How's it going? Uh, fantastic. How are, how are you doing? Let's uh let's tell the people about uh, what you've got going on. I, you had the uh, run for New York State Senate uh, in District 52. Um, can you tell us a little bit about it while we're waiting on Spike to? Uh... Well, it was it was a great campaign. I ended up with a great team, and that's really what matters. If you don't have a great team, your campaign's not going to get off the ground. And you know, to that note, I want to plug Tucker Coburn, the campaign manager. He did an awful lot of work. He put in an awful lot of time. Uh, I was constantly reminding him to take care of himself. That's how hard he works. Um, it, it was, you know, if, if you have a disability and you lack inclusion in your community, the best thing you can do to gain that inclusion is to run a campaign, run for office. Um, I, I learned more about my district and the communities around me than I ever had. I got to see more and listen to more people than, than I ever had before. And that's because I, I had a message that people wanted to hear. Um, you know, this is New York, and, and we are libertarians, so, you know, what is taxation? It's definitely theft. <laughs> and in New York, I mean, we're one of those states where it's really hammered home. I can hear myself true. now, but not um, you, you can't even get medical marijuana without being taxed to the hilt. Um, which is a, a big 
There we go. Hey, he's back. I'm back. Were you able to hear me? No, not even a little bit. Oh, good. All right. Well, thanks, folks. Thanks so much for tuning in. And you guys, that's the, that's you sure are, guys. I don't know what you're talking about. I couldn't hear you. Uh, folks, this episode, of course, is brought to you by the Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus, the fastest growing waffle-related caucus in this or any other party in this godforsaken country. This episode also is brought to you by Black Organic Coffee, spelled B-L-V-C-K, because nothing matters anymore. We say we spell things however the hell we feel like, and now it really does not matter. Uh, get some of the most uh, delicious... Uh, cold-brewed organic coffee that exists. That's the wrong... Nope. This is gonna be I disagree. That's the right one. This is... No, wait. The most delicious coffee to ever be horrifically misspelled. And, of course, when you do that, be sure to make sure that your, that your thing's lined up right before you go live, or else then this happens to you. And no one, no one wants that. This episode is also brought to you by Nugs of Knowledge. That's where we were going. Nugs of Knowledge. The only That's smokable. One of my favorites. It's my favorite too, and rats as well, because we're here. They're now a sponsor. Uh, the, uh, it's the most delicious smokable CBD that has ever paid us to talk about it. It is uh it has three flavors. One of them is highly illegal in most states. The green one don't. Buy that if you're in South Carolina. Um, but it, the uh, blue and orange one you can get everywhere. And I mean, t- I don't think they'll stop you from ordering the green one. Just be careful. Uh, we are back to our roots here, selling smokables. Um, but uh, <laughs> Nugs, Nug of Knowledge, be sure to go to nugofknowledge.com. Uh, they are uh, amazing. And I'm sure, Thomas, you'll be able to talk about that in a bit. They, uh, they aren't just a CBD company. They're doing all sorts of amazing stuff for people. Nugofknowledge.com. And uh, this episode is also, of course, brought to you by Chris Reynolds. There, That's not Chris Reynolds. Personal, nope, not even that either. Personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, attorney at law. If you are personally injured in the greater Tampa Bay area of Florida, then you know what to do. Call Chris Reynolds by going to chrisreynoldslaw.com and then checking out whatever his phone number is there because I don't know it offhand. But you, <laughs> you, you, get, you get Chris Reynolds. Chris Reynolds will get you so much money, you don't even know what to do with it. I can't promise that. But he definitely will do his best. He will do his best in trying to get you money if you're injured. The amount of money he gets you depends entirely on how injured you are. Don't take that as a challenge. But, you know, if you get injured, then be sure to chrisreynoldslaw.com. Thomas? <laughs> What's a podcast without technical difficulties? Yes. Um. That's correct. <laughs> That's correct. Hey, Thomas, tell us real quick about about uh, Nug of Knowledge because they they're doing all sorts of fantastic stuff, right, man? Yeah, actually, um, I was kind of the driving force behind their um, compassionate use program, yeah. which I, I believe they're looking to rename. But um, a certain percentage of sales, it looks like, is going to go towards donating product to those in need who can't afford it. And, and you know, there, there's a real hard reason for that. Um, a lot of people who need medicinal marijuana, whether it's CBD or THC or whatever, uh, they, they live on a fixed income, SSI, that they have disabilities. They, they're not allowed to work in the current systems. Right. Um, and the price for that, I know locally here, I, I have to have gas money to drive an hour away. Yeah. Um, the, the taxes and regulations drive that cost up. And to afford that on, say, $800 a month, it, if you're a 
in, really in need of pain management, or in my case, the CBD, uh, directly affects the number one symptom of my condition. Um, CBD has been shown to heal fractures faster with stronger bone. And, and that's really? the number one symptom of my condition. Uh, I think I was 10 years old when a doctor pulled me aside and said, try marijuana. <laughs> you know, that, that was 27 years ago in New York. Obviously, it was not legal, but your doctor was recommending it to me. Um, because he, he knew it was he knew that it was a good it was probably your best bet. I, he knew that opiates had a bad effect on me because they uh, accidentally overdosed me with codeine when I was eight years old. Oh gosh! Uh, oh yeah, an overdose on codeine when you're a child is a terrible, terrible thing. Um, yeah, I mean it. It wasn't fun for me as an adult, so I can't even imagine as a kid. It um, well, I don't want to go into the horrors of it, but it, it really made me want to die just to make the feeling stop. Wow. Uh, and that's, that's terrible when you're eight years old. Um, I think to this day, I'm probably one of the few categories of people who get whatever opiate they wanted. I know when they started cracking down on opiates in New York, uh, I still had doctors offering me Oxycontin for a sinus infection. Wow. Uh, <laughs> wow. That's pretty hard. Yeah. So it was actually that's a point aggressive. to step down. That's aggr- yeah. <laughs> that is aggressive. That's like, hey... Just here, take this. Now you'll be really high, and it won't matter that you have a sinus infection. So, so uh, Nug of Knowledge is doing really great stuff with part of their profits. They're getting uh, their product to people who really need it the most and aren't able to afford it. Um, uh, and then also they're helping uh, – they said some of it goes to help end the war on drugs, I presume, with, uh, with activism and things like that. So nugofknowledge.com, and if you use the code SPIKE, you get 10% off. That was in the graphic, I believe. If it you was. use the code SPIKE, because we're, we're selling smokables now on the internet, and since you use SPIKE, you get 10% off. And again, if you really, you know, uh, people who use this say that it helps with uh, joint pain, uh, helps with inflammation, or even just a, a, a needed pick-me-up, especially that green one. Um, <laughs> you gotta, you, gotta, like, the, you know, if you're in a place where the green one's legal, you know, I mean, they're all on the same website. That's on you. The, uh, the great thing about marijuana is if you need the illegal side of that product, the black market is thriving. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly thriving. So speaking of a thriving market, this is now time. Oh, uh, uh, you got to thanking people for drinks. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, first and foremost, um, <laughs> allow me to thank... SiestaCava.com for the kava that I drink on this and every episode of the Muddied Waters of Freedom. And allow me to thank Kroger for this delicious purified drinking water that I got over the across the uh, over there. Thomas, are you drinking anything? Uh, no, I'm already chock full of espresso. <laughs> okay, well, Bulavanaka. And speaking of Bulavanaka, this is now time for the. Where is it? Black? Nope. <laughs> nope. Now it now is time. It's a different setup here. It's it, a different setup. It's our, fir- it's our first episode. Um. It's our first episode of the year, and it's a different setup. Now is time, of course, for the. We probably should replace this with Nug, in the future. But anyway, this is the uh, Black Cold Brewed Caffeinated Rapid Fire segment, brought to you, of course, by BlackBrews.com. B L V C K Brews.com. Be sure to use code M W. For free shipping, Matt. That's right. And uh, so 
the polls have been closed in Georgia for roughly an hour and a half now. And uh, that means that we should know the results by Christmas. <laughs> Although, looking at it right now, uh, literally up to the minute uh, update, uh, John Ossoff is leaving, leading David Perdue 55.3 to 44.7. And uh, Raphael Warnock is up 55.7 to 44.3 with 43% reporting. So we will be giving you updates throughout our show, but this, I thought it was going to be closer than this at this point. Yeah, that, that, that look on your face means you did wow. too. Wow. I thought it would be, I thought the Dems were going to do it, but I didn't. <laughs> wow. Thomas, didn't... what, what did you think? Did you, did you have any idea what was going to happen or have any thoughts on, on what was going to happen? Well, I was pretty sure it was going to get dragged out and last too long and make everybody wait. <laughs> um, Apparently not. You, you know, I, I didn't have a uh, concept of what I thought would happen, but I know what I wanted to happen. I, I wanted to see a split government. I mean, as libertarians, I think that's really what we want to see. We don't want to see one party controlling everything. We really want to see less action by our federal government, not more. Yeah. Right. Well, that might not happen. <laughs> this is, so here's the thing matt correct me if i'm wrong when we covered the um brian kemp versus stacy abrams race he was way ahead or he was a few points ahead and they kept saying yeah but you have to wait for the bigger cities to to finish their counting so if anything unless something's changed in the last two years is this gonna get worse the or, only and way, when, when I say you know, worse, worse for the Republicans, are, are they going to get an even bigger is, relief? Is, is the is the gap going going to widen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, all like everything leads to that. Like you're leaning that way. It seems that that would be the logical. That would be the only logical answer. That's. Uh... I'm not. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to step out on a limb and say yes, but. Logistic, logically, yes. Logically, that is the only thing that makes sense at this moment. Wow. This is, so I just read, so right when the polls closed, they were saying the exit polling was showing, uh, the exit polling was showing um, that it was like too close to call. So either something Exit polling is crap or... Or we're just going to tighten, but... Wow. <laughs> That's pretty We don't even get to use our graphic if we it breaking news everyone. Shane Hazel wins wins the runoff with a, the 100% of the vo- like we were we were going we we, yeah, to we, we don't get to use that. <laughs> God. He, he runs off with the runoff election with 100% of the vote on a writing campaign. It was nowhere. amazing. We, we're not going to be able to use that joke, it doesn't look like. Especially if we did. Well, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> well, we, yeah, we still did, but we weren't supposed to. The, the, the incredible thing, guys, about Shane's win is that he's not even on the ballot and write-ins weren't allowed because it's a runoff. <laughs> and yet, and with literally 100%, this is bigger than Jeb Bush's massive 
primary victory in 2016, where he too got 100% of all, of all 100 states. Incredible. Incredible that we broke that news just now. I hate that we can't really like use that joke the way we wanted to. Um, speaking of disappointments, the new strain of COVID has been, has been found in the U.S. with cases being confirmed in uh, New York. Be careful, Thomas. Uh, Michigan and Florida. Be careful, Matt. It's certainly not here. Myrtle Beach. There's Not no in way. South Carolina. Not in in Myrtle Beach, South, where everyone comes to pretend the pandemic doesn't exist. No. Uh, so yeah, you guys are getting the short end of that stick. Uh, they're also reporting that the vaccine might not work on the new variant because that's how viruses work. That's uh, part of the problem with rushing a vaccine. <laughs> Turns out it is. Now, were you? Let me ask you something, Thomas. Were you planning on getting the vaccine? No. No, not at all. Well, you um, join you join sixty percent of healthcare workers who also said that they're not getting it. Yeah, actually, um, all of my own healthcare workers that I see um, have said things like, "I'll never get it," or "I'll be the last one to get it." Right. Uh, I, you know, I, when when healthcare professionals are saying that they don't believe in it, they don't trust it. That's uh, that's kind of a big thing. Yeah. That's I would say so. Listen, I have I mean, I'm, I'm in a not the same exact situation as you, but, you know, I have MS. I have an autoimmune disease. My immune system doesn't like milk, like, you know, like stuff that every most people are fine with. My immune system doesn't like gluten. So, no, I'm definitely I'm not getting the mRNA vaccine. That's the first of its kind and has a safety profile of weeks of data that they, that they have. There's no way not, not, you know, if in a year from now, this is still, you know, a, a pandemic that's raging and they have a vaccine that's been around for, of course, it sounds like if they have a vaccine for a year, it'll be as, as ineffective as a, as a year old flu vaccine. But, you know, if it were around for a while, that would be one thing. But I, I think, I think, uh, yeah, not so much. Matt, were you, you were planning on getting the jab? Absolutely not. no, there is not a shot in the hell I'm taking that. Ah, Wait a minute. Did there. Do, do you mean to tell me you don't trust our government? I don't trust our government. I don't trust the pharmaceutical companies our government pays. I don't trust any anybody involved in this. I do not trust. Well, I'd ask you if you trusted the science, but again, most of the healthcare workers are saying they won't. So I guess first I have to ask the healthcare workers if they trust the science and then we can we can we can go out from there. So that's so that's fun. Speaking of things that we were hoping would happen and didn't, Julian Assange uh, will not be extradited to the U.S. A, uh, a U.K. court ruled um, the decision was made based on fears of the suicide risk he would face if he were come to the U- if he were to come to the U.S. I think part of their decision was the uh, decrepit deci- uh, condition of our prison system, which is. <laughs> I, which is funny, but yeah, no, they they uh, they said that it was because uh, the suicide risk. Of course, uh, we reached out to uh, Jeffrey Epstein for comment on the situation, but he he was, was unavailable. Un- yeah, he, he was, was unavailable. Un- we couldn't find. Yeah, him. We're back to suicide risk. Right? <laughs> suicide risk. That's. What I think. To, what happened to Gislaine? Is is Gislaine still alive? Like you don't hear about her anymore. I don't know. Get, I think she's alive. 
Yeah, she's alive. We 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 know that Ghislaine is he, he has not she has not killed herself yet. That we yeah, that we know of. That we know the, of. The is that how you pronounce your name? Yeah. Yeah, Ghislaine. Ghislaine. Yeah. I watched a lot of videos on that so I would know when we were talking about that originally. <laughs> yeah, any anytime Matt pronounces someone's name weird, it's because it's correctly spelled said that way and he did yeah. the deep he did the deep data dive, so I, I trust him on that stuff. Like he told me that they're called Raymond noodles, and I'm like, or ramen noodles. <laughs> ramen noodles, like, not ramen. I'm like whatever. But you know, he said it was so. Um, yeah. So now, good news that we have, uh, Matt. We have some good news out of Washington D.C. Yes, we do. Do we? Yep. <laughs> good news. Good news. If for Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, well, yeah, for Nancy Pelosi. Uh, Nancy Pelosi uh, received some good news as she was narrowly reelected for the fourth time as a Speaker of the House. We got, uh, I wish I had thought to get footage. She recently uh, was at a uh, some kind of event and a bunch of uh, immigration rights protesters showed up and shouted her down, and it was like porn. <laughs> so, over... Over the weekend, I think it was either late last week or over the weekend, she and Mitch McConnell's houses were vandalized. That's not surprising. Right. Now, (laughs) I understand that I see a lot of things online and I don't fact check them, which is why I don't like put them in the notes. But it looks in one of the photos as though somebody taped off where they didn't want the paint to go. Yeah, I'm going to pull up this picture because it's so... It's really bad. Hold on. I was. I since there was no way for me to confirm it, I didn't want to put it in the notes. But then I was like, we should probably mention this. Yeah. Because this is... it looks like she taped off, taped off the well, somebody taped off the area on the brick, so that the brick wouldn't get hit with the black spray paint. And then they ripped the tape off, and it's like, oh, look, I was vandalized. Those were some really neat vandals to only get the paint. It's really considerate of the vandals to not mess with the brickwork. Listen, I mean, look, it's... Like, it's terrible. It's... It's... Look, there's nothing... There's nothing there. Like it's it's there's nothing on the brick. That's you know, that's kind. I, I hope that if someone vandalizes my home that they make sure to only do the part that's easiest to clean. Also, look what it says. Uh 2K cancel rent. We want everything. If a Wait. boomer if a boomer was gonna write out what <laughs> you know a millennial demands, they'd be like, Oh, I want everything. And that's like literally what they put is we want everything. And then there's, I believe, a fake pig head there, uh, with some with some red paint or red fake paint blood or of some blood kind. or something. Yeah. So this is, so, I mean, they're considerate vandals. Very considerate. So the they nicest have that. vandals ever. They well, either that. that it was very considerately staged. Yeah. Well, right. that's yeah. If you're gonna probably if you're gonna stage much more it, accurate. That's probably pretty much the much case. More. <laughs> yeah, I mean, certainly, I don't want to accuse Nancy Pelosi of lying or anything, but uh, <laughs> that uh, that doesn't look good. We want everything. 
That's my favorite part of it is that it's like I wish they had put we're spoiled brats. Like I wish they had just fully leaned into how bad <laughs> two thousand dollars cancel rent. We're just spoiled brats. We're sp- Order us some pizza, mom. You're not my real dad. I think that they should have put that. It, they put you're it not may my have been real Nancy, dad. Does, does Nancy Pelosi has kids, right? I don't know. I'm going to have to Google that now. I, I don't know. I was going to say, it's probably Fancy Pelosi's kids. Is there anybody we should be offering sympathy to? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Alexandra Pelosi is like, uh, um, uh, and she has a few kids, actually, but uh, uh, Alexandra Pelosi is a um, like a, a documentary writer, or documentary filmer. Like, she's a director of documentaries. Was it one of Nancy Pelosi's kids or grandkids that Ruth Bader Ginsburg... Allegedly said, I don't want Donald Trump to replace me. Wasn't that one of Pelosi's grandkids? Yeah, but my favorite part of that quote was, I'm Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I'm very, (laughs) very, very, very old. I want everything. Love, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. (laughs) That was my favorite part of this. So that happened with poor Nancy and poor... Um, cocaine Mitch. Um, I believe Cocaine Mitch's house was. And meanwhile, it's a house that he uses as a as his like his residency in D.C. Um, I don't think he's ever actually been there. And they said there was like no furniture in it or something like that. Like it's just like he they bought a house, but it's he's never been in it. So I really. Okay. Yeah. Can I pause it right there? Uh, why are you calling him Cocaine Mitch? Cocaine Mitch McConnell. Yeah. Where's that so, come from? Okay, so this is a this is a this was like what 2015, 2016, Matt? Uh god. Yeah, it was it was a while 20, back. It was 2016. It, yeah, yes. it had to be 2016 because I think so, that's what the last time he got reelected. I, no, it was 2014 because uh Mitch McConnell was uh oh gosh, I don't even remember. Anyway, so a guy in, no, because it was a guy in West Virginia. It was someone that was that he wasn't even running against Mitch. Um, oh. Anyway, whatever. So a guy named Don Blankenship uh, was running for uh, uh, was running for Senate, and he uh, was running for the in the Republican primary um, as basically as a as like a populist Trumper type. And he he dug up this old uh, news story about the fact that uh, uh, Mitch's wife Elaine Chow, her family owns a Chinese shipping company because they're Chinese and they own a shipping company. And one of their boats, uh, there was cocaine, like shipments of co- there were uh, uh, I don't know bags or whatever of cocaine on the shipment, which is very common. This is how they smuggle drugs on these big tankers. The, the family almost assuredly did not know that there was fifty gram worth of cocaine. I mean, like they make wait, tens what, of millions. Wait, wait, I, I thought they walked it all across the Mexican border. Apparently I mean, not. I, how else are you going to smuggle a hundred tons of drugs? I mean, on the back, on the back of a Mexican immigrant, yeah. Mexican port, right? Exactly. On, on the yes. backs of immigrants. On the backs of very tired immigrants that have been walking hundreds of miles. Yeah, no, that's the best way to bring drugs in. No, it turns out the other route that they use is uh, large commercial shippers, and that usually, like the shipping companies, have no idea about it. It's the on the docks that it's happening. Anyway, so but that happened, and so he said, "We're going to stop." cocaine mitch and the china persons china people and uh and so that stuck um and uh his band cocaine mitch and the china people never took off but uh we still call him <laughs> cocaine mitch here on the show um because no, I, I, I have trouble believing that a band named that wouldn't take off <laughs> i mean they'd have an awful lot of energy 
That's how terrible. <laughs> that's true. But that's how terrible their music was. Was that even with a kick-ass name like that, they went nowhere? And I blame Mitch for that, frankly. Um, uh, so, people doing cocaine don't care if the music is good or not. You know that's true. <laughs> they just care that it's there. They just right? care that the cocaine is there. Right. See, so Mitch failed again. So now I really don't care that his house was vandalized. Now, speaking of possibly cocaine, Donald Trump, uh, he got into a phone call with his friend uh, who right now is counting the votes. Let's do a quick update on the on the runoff. I'm just curious. what. Oh, no, it's actually starting to tighten. I mean, they're still way ahead. But now they're both 53-something to 46-something. So who knows? Maybe it'll tighten. Uh, but so yeah, Maybe. We don't know. This there's is, no way to know. There's no way to know. I really we? hope Shane pulls it out. Um, <laughs> but so uh, Trump was in a phone call with Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger. Raffensperger? Raffensperger. Raffensperger. Raffensperger uh, which prompted uh, this tweet... Uh, from the absolute Behringer of uh, un, 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 uh, diagnosed new, un, unbiased news reporting, who is Dan Rather, who said the audio of Trump with the Georgia Secretary of State, wow, it's like telling the Nixon tapes to hold my beer, which I can't wait until I can't wait until Dan releases the Word document transcript of the call. <laughs> That'll I be. actually tried to listen to that this morning and I couldn't. About five minutes in, my brain was just going, I, I can't handle this. I I actually read the transcript because I didn't want to hear it because I knew what it was it was just gonna be Trump. Listen, I know I all I need, you guys just need to go out, you need to find me eleven thousand votes. I just need eleven thousand votes. That's all I need. That would just be fantastic. The country loves me, everybody Georgia loves me, everybody loves me. Everybody loves me. You just eleven thousand seven hundred and eighty votes. That's it. I, I knew won that was, by it was gonna be lot. that for an hour. I, I believe I it's eleven seven eighty nine, if we're gonna be specific. No, so so eleven seven seventy nine is what he lost by. Seventy nine. He okay. said he needed that one. He just needed the one. He yeah. just needed just, the one I just extra. Need one. Just, That's the just one. one more. It's so one we more actually, we Thomas, we actually have have helped you here because instead of having to listen to the whole thing, we have just the <laughs> choice snippets. And folks, there's really not much better way to introduce this. So just here, you, here you go. We have won this election in Georgia, based on all of this. And there's there's nothing wrong with with saying that, Brad. You know, I mean, having. The, having a correct, the people of Georgia are angry, and these numbers are going to be repeated on Monday night, along with others that we're going to have by that time, which are much more substantial even. And the people of Georgia are angry. The people of the country are angry, and there's nothing wrong with saying that, you know, uh, that you've recalculated. Well, Mr. President, the challenge that you have is the data you have is wrong. Now. Do you think it's possible that they uh, shredded ballots in uh, Fulton County? Because that's what the rumor is. And also that Dominion took out machines. Uh, that Dominion is really moving fast to get rid of their uh, machinery. Do you know anything about that? Because that's illegal. No, Ryan, Germany. No, Dominion is not. Um, moved any machinery out of Fulton County. We're having. Well, but no, but but have they moved? Have they? Have they moved the inner parts of the machines 
and replace them with other parts? No. You sure, Brian? I'm sure. You should want to have an accurate election. And you're a Republican. We believe that we do have an accurate election. No, you don't. No, no, you don't. You don't have. You don't have. Not even close. You got. You're off by hundreds of thousands of votes. You know what they did, and you're not reporting it. That's a. You know, that's a criminal. That's a criminal offense. And and you know you can't let that happen. That's that's a big risk to you and to Ryan, your lawyers. That's a big risk. But they are shredding ballots, in my opinion, based on what I've heard. And they are removing machinery, uh, and they're moving it as fast as they can, both of which are criminal fines, and you can't let it happen, and you are letting it happen. You know, I mean, I'm notifying you that you're letting it happen. So, look, all I want to do is this. I just want to find uh, 11,780 votes, which is one more that we have, because we won the state. So, so tell me, Brad, what are we going to do? We won the election, and it's not fair to take it away from us like this. And it's going to be very costly yeah, yeah. in many ways. And I, I, I can hear both of you. And I'm kind, kind, kind of thankful I cannot hear your protocol. This really is. That's the best way to sum it up. Okay, good. The, 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 the comments are hilarious. Probably... I'm sure a great lawyer and everything, but he's making statements about those ballots that he doesn't know. But he's making them with such he he did make them with surety, but now I think he's less sure because the answer is they all went to right. And that alone wins us the election by a lot. <laughs> you know, so. Mr. President, uh, you have people that submit information, and we have our people that submit information. And then it comes before the court, and the court then has to make a determination. We have to stand by our numbers. We believe our numbers are right. Well, under law, you're not allowed to give faulty election results, okay? You're not allowed to do that, and that's what you've done. This is a faulty election result. And honestly, this should go very fast. You should meet tomorrow because you have a big election election coming up and because of what you've done to the president you know the people of, of uh, georgia know that this was a scam and because of what you've done to the president a lot of people aren't going out to vote and a lot of republicans are going to vote negative because they hate what you did to the president okay they hate it and they're going to vote and if you would be respected if really respected if this thing could be straightened out before the election. You have a big election coming up on Tuesday. Every, everyone press F for Matt and Thomas, who for some reason couldn't hear any of that. I, 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 I could not hear, hear a single, single word, word of that, that, but to be honest, honest I'm, I'm kind of great. great. <laughs> that, 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 that is the best, best Trump, Trump summary I have ever heard. heard. Okay. All right. Well, there for, you go. So for, for, any, for, anybody, for anybody out there, out there who uh, just, just listened listen to that, that I, saw I saw a lot of comments, comments in there who... People, people were saying, saying that the brain, brain was swelling, swelling and they, they fell ill. Uh, if you, you use nug, nug of knowledge. <laughs> yes. Oh, gosh. What a perfect tie-in. Yeah, folks, if you guys are feeling inflammation, swelling, pain, you just want to make it go away somehow, well, we have some fantastic news for you. Nug of Knowledge uh, has smokable CBD 
that goes, we are told, for many, because we, we aren't, can't, definitely, FDA doesn't say we can say this, but people have other, <laughs> many people are saying, other people have said having taken it, their opinion is that this is very good stuff and very helpful for inflammation. Again, especially the green one, which is above the legal limit for THC. Um, the rest of them, also good. Also good. The green I, one... I actually, the green I, one... I, I, I do need to speak to that, that, that I, I got a good correction in my tests. tests. Okay. The, the Compassionate Care program, program is going, going to be called Nugs, nugs and, and Hugs. Because, because whenever anyone's using cannabis, what they really want is a hug. Yeah. I like that. Objectively true. So if you guys want a hug, oh well, no, you got it because y'all are paying for it. Well, but I mean, (laughs) we'll we'll work out the hug part. Get the nug, and then we'll work out the hug. Use checkout code Spike for ten percent off. So yeah, no, that call was that was a terrible call. Basically, uh, for you two uh, who didn't get to hear it like the rest of us did, you're welcome. And uh, basically, he made a bunch of unfounded accusations, the same ones we've heard over and over, which no one will actually say in court because you go to jail if you lie in court. And so, uh, uh, so you know, he made those same accusations. The Secretary of State and his lawyer, Ryan, uh, said, no, none of that's true. And then he said, well, but anyway, I need you to go ahead and get me some, uh, let, me, let me get uh, 11,780 votes. And uh, and if you don't, and then he made these vague threats of uh, of prosecution now, uh, or, or getting them in trouble. So, I mean, it's more than likely he has just violated many many laws, and this absolutely eclipses what was in the Ukraine, the supposed Ukraine calls. With the major difference being that we have a recording of it, so every single one of us can listen to the hour long phone call. And know exactly what was said. And uh, who here, you know, raise your hand or, or, you know, say in the comments if you think Trump's going to get. Oh, hi. hi. Wait, I they might be. Able, they might. I can hear me. I'm getting an echo. And I can hear you and me. And I can hear me and Thomas and you, but it's all echo. We're very professional here. 
Oh, Meg Jones is saying that she can hear it with no echo. I only get an echo for myself. Oh, okay. Well, it appears like it's coming back to normal. Yeah, actually, I lost my echo as soon as I said that. Everybody but Spike is audible. Yes. This is... Yeah, spot on. Okay. Oh, and we sound good now. Everybody was complaining our audio was bad before, but now we sound great, but nobody can hear Spike. Okay, Uh, okay, Jacob says you and I are hot. They'll be able to hear us now. That's great. This is going to be a really good one for the podcast. People can just be confused and angry. Yeah, Um, the the audio of this one is just not going to go well. This audio is going to be absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. So, yes, uh, if anyone would like to make a bet as to whether or not they think Trump is going to be prosecuted for this. Uh, place your bets. Uh, give money to uh, muddywatersoffreedom at gmail.com and put in the donation. Put bet on Trump getting prosecuted. And if he ever is prosecuted, we'll give you double whatever you gave us back. Yes. Like, Muddy, muddywatersmedia at gmail via PayPal. Whatever you want to bet, we will give you double back if he gets prosecuted. Muddywatersmedia at gmail.com and... You that, just put as that much. That sounds money. like a fixed horse race. <laughs> I mean, we don't. It could happen if you put money in there, and it happens. We will figure out how to get you double it back because we'll have already spent it. Because um, I strongly doubt that's going to happen. So, speaking of that, uh, we have uh, now the good news is something I do know is going to happen, and that, of course, is the personal injury attorney chris reynolds attorney at law anchor call-in moment where you can go to anchor.fm slash muddied waters media like i'm doing right now no slash muddy waters and you can uh leave messages for us by clicking the old message button and we listen to them right here and and react to them right here on the muddy waters of freedom on this incredibly um professionally run show that we've done today folks <laughs> This show that is definitely not a train wreck. But I don't know what's happening that? in the in the in the software. So anyway, you can you can leave a message and you can also you can make a donation. If you feel really bad for us right now, you can give us money and that'll help us feel better. Um and you don't have to give us money uh for us to list to play your your question, but we will like you more. Um so with that said, here let's go to the messages. And there's yep, good. There's a bunch of them. So our first one is from Josh. Nope, they definitely cannot hear that. Why nope. in the hell? Obviously, this is my fault. I've changed the entire <laughs> it's, program. It's your, it's your fault. It's your fault. It's your fault. But you own up to it, so we're not we're not mad at you. Folks, I, I I do in fact accept blame for all of my mistakes in life. So such as such as this. So, folks, breaking news: we're not going to be having a personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, attorney at law anchor call-in moment because I don't know what the hell is happening right now. But they can't hear it. You can't hear it. Only I can hear it, and that's just amazing. So we're Can play you play it. it over your speaker so your microphone picks it up? It's not going to sound good. It's no one's going. We've tried that before. It's not. They're not going to be able to hear it. So we will have to play this next week. Yay! 
this pro- look forward to next week, folks. Look forward. You're not and gonna if, believe if, what was if enough that. people not named Matt Hicks leave messages, we could just do an entire show of personal injury. Uh, yeah, attorney, can we personal just injury do that? attorney Chris Reynolds, attorney at law, anchor calling moment, and I would appreciate that. I'm honestly, pr- I'm pretty sure <laughs> make that, a solid hour. Yeah, like a good hour. I'm fine with that, and that would make it easier for for Matt because uh, he wouldn't have to do any notes. We'll like literally just. We'll just literally just do that. So, yeah, leave lots of questions, and we'll play all of them, including the ones we weren't able to play today. Uh, and, Eli, yes, there is definitely the hot dog story is 100% in there. So you dodged you dodged one this week, but it's coming back, much like that hot dog did. <laughs> hot dog story? Yep, you got to tune in. You got to tune in. There's a hot dog story. I'm, I'm remembering the May sitting for the LNC. What happened in the May setting for the LNC? Oh, the, in the test uh, run to uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. test the software for it, uh, the debate was whether or not a hot dog was a sandwich. And and I'm infamously piped up and said that, you know, we were literally killing people by promoting foods that hinder our immune system. I mean, that's true. Because <laughs> everybody, everybody was making such a big ordeal out of this hot dog. And frankly, it's a taco anyway, so it doesn't really like if they if you want to get specific. Who was that? Somebody actually ate one in a taco shell on the test run of the meeting. Um. It was definitely not me. I was busy calling fifty delegates a day at that time. I uh, I don't eat hot dogs or tacos, so well. That. Well, Eli, stay tuned next week because we're gonna tell your hot dog story that now and everyone's gonna know so that was uh did he really leave that in all those one minute messages i believe so yes i was wondering what he was doing today i I believe as i was getting those notifications i believe that that's the case so uh so unfortunately we're not gonna be able to play it but uh we do have good news which is that we're now going to talk about hand sanitizer matt Hand sanitizer. So at the beginning of uh, the COVID-19 pandemic, a lot of distillers uh, shifted their production from liquor to hand sanitizer because it makes sense. They had the ability to uh, fix an issue that was going on in the world using the free market. And they were like, hey, we have all the stuff to do it. Let's do it. Many of them uh, were sure that they were following the emergency guidance regulations that the FDA put out because they wanted to make sure that what they were putting out was safe and they made sure that they put in the right ingredients and all that. Right. Um, Much of the sanitizer was donated or sold at a low margin, helping to cover the shortages that all of us noticed in the hand sanitizer department. There was that time where you couldn't find it anywhere unless you were buying it in the huge, like porn Vaseline buckets and everybody was freaking out. Now these distillers who, we're doing, quite frankly, the Lord's work. Um, they were shocked last week with a notice from the FDA informing them that they were required to pay a fee of more than $14,000 as the over-the-counter drug production facilities to cover the costs of the FDA regulations. <laughs> I can speak to that from a New York perspective. Yeah, please do. Um, I, our, our governor ordered the distilleries to not do this. Not make hand sanitizer. You're sitting on thousands of gallons of ethanol that we really need for hand sanitizer right now. But you cannot make what we need 
to address this pandemic that's going on. We don't want that. No, we're going to have prison labor make it. And, and as it turned out, you know, uh, materials made in prison labor, not such a good quality. <laughs> so they didn't. So they didn't allow distilleries who are already making food grade alcohol based products, which means they're definitely safe because you can consume them inside of your body. So they had prisoners make it instead. Correct. Uh, they also, you know, I thought it was wise to have thousands of gallons of potable ethanol in prison. <laughs> <laughs> I Genius. mean, I kind of wanted to go to prison, but I'm an alcoholic. I don't drink anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, that'd be a great way to die, though, also. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, if you're going to die, you might as well do it in prison with, you know, your your weight in booze. Um, so, and not even booze, pure alcohol. So that would sound like a state that would put COVID patients in nursing homes and then, <laughs> uh huh, and move them around a lot and move them around a lot, and even as the nursing homes make, are begging, please don't bring them here. Yeah. Well, I mean, the only way to stop a pandemic from spreading is to move infectious cases around, around. I don't know much. if you're aware. Yeah. But, I mean, that's the only thing that makes sense. And when you're not doing that, have the police go door to door and talk to everyone everywhere to see if they have too many people in their house. And if they do round them up and put them in a cage all together to slow the spread. So thankfully, and, 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 and the, Best way to get your constituents to follow advice is to threaten them. Yes. Nobody right. reacts to threat with defiance anymore. Never. No, exactly. <laughs> Thankfully, they aren't right now threatening hospitals with fines for giving out too much of the vaccine, but also threatening them with fines if they don't give out enough of the vaccine. There is no part of this in which New York will not threaten you with a fine. Right. <laughs> it doesn't matter. There's a there's another it, 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 you're you're likely to get fined if you don't get COVID. You're likely to get fined if you do get COVID. You're likely to get fined if you don't get the vaccine. You're likely to get fined if you do get the vaccine. If your name is Spike, Tom, John, Bob, or Joanne, you're probably going to get fined over this virus. Well, that's unfortunate for me, especially. Um the <laughs> I'm good. I'm a I was going to say, yeah, you're good. You're good. Matt, Matt, the mats are okay. The, uh, you know, the, 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 there's also the lesser known fine for if you give out the exact number of vaccines, uh, that they asked you to, it's similar to when you shoot the moon, uh, in, uh, in, uh, what's that? What's the card game I'm thinking of? Anyway, whatever. Uh, hearts, hearts, that, that game. It's hearts. like hearts. It's good hearts humor. Now, however, good-hearted humor. Good-hearted humor. <laughs> however, on New Year's Eve, the Department of Health and Human Services reversed this policy that we just spent ten minutes discussing. Um, hey, it was a big deal. Listen, it went viral on my on my social media too. So, at least that happened. Well, they probably didn't want to make all those prisons pay those fines. Oh. Government finding itself. I mean, that wouldn't work very well, would it? That's what happened. That's a, that. Yeah, and they couldn't just not find them. <laughs> I mean, they could have figured out a way. Only, I mean, they would have made taxpayers pay for it if they did. You don't get the paid. Joke is still funny. You, you don't have to pay the fee to make hand sanitizer as long as your employees are working held at gunpoint. Then it's then in it's, cages. 
in cages, then it's back to being okay. That old loophole that's in the Constitution, too. Uh, so, Vamp. Oh, sorry. No. So even though the government was was stepping in to fix, uh, you know, an issue that they, (laughs) even though, oh, Thomas, that wasn't my doing. No, it definitely was not. No, that was not your doing, Thomas. We. If people thought that the first presidential debate was a train wreck. Oh. <laughs> we have a this good... I, I, I don't know. I, I think that was much more of a train wreck than what we're doing here today. I mean, <laughs> that makes me feel better, man. Uh, I, that, that makes it me feel better. It really shouldn't. All, <laughs> well, all I know is I was entertained by the presidential debate. And I just hope everybody is entertained by this show as I was by the presidential debate. So far, everyone's... Actually, I had a a lot of constituents come up to me and say that they were voting for Jorgensen because of that debate. Yeah. I I, I talked to a bunch of people that said, after that, I'm voting third party. And I said, I don't even care which one you vote for. You can vote for Howie. You can vote for Joe. You can can vote for Kanye. Vote for any of them. I don't care. Just don't vote for them. Yeah. Just don't... Vote, just do not vote for them. Yeah, no, I had people who came up and they're like, you know, I'm not sure if I want to vote Libertarian. I'm like, just vote not them or don't vote like they're terrible. And that that uh, that debate definitely that debate definitely drove it home. Um, so, yeah, even though the government created the problem, at least they didn't they ended up not following through. Now, I feel like the reason they didn't follow through is because there was massive bipartisan or tr- multipartisan Everyone like there was it was the one there were two things that brought America together at the end of 2020. One was this and the other was that racist guy who got hit in the head with the twisted T. Those two things brought America together in a very special way. And I think that the HHS and FDA realized like it wasn't worth the 14K to to, you know, to deal with the public backlash. I I have to say that is the best use of twisted T that I've ever seen. Yes, (laughs) I I did use to drink and. Boy, that stuff is a little. Yeah. It, I honestly, uh, possibly because of the ocean spray cranberry guy, possibly because of him, that all of this happened. Like all of the good that you have seen in the last week is because of the ocean spray cranberry guy. Who that was listening to? Uh, uh, to uh, the um, God, what was he listening to? The Eagles or something? Something like that. Yeah, or Steely Dan or something. Um, yeah. So so yes. So speaking of hand sanitizer, or I guess speaking of just being completely off the rails, let's take a look at the Georgia runoff results. It's actually really close. It is so close. Holy crap. John Ossoff is up by 0.3%, and uh, Raphael Warnock is up by 1%. Well, well, damn. Nice elbow sneeze, by the way. Thank you. He doesn't want to spread whatever the hell he has over there. No. No. Breaking news. I definitely don't. Breaking news. We do have a reaction from President-elect Joe Biden about the the, the ridiculous results that are happening right now in Georgia. We're going to tune that in right now. We just won't hear it. (laughs) We just, we won't hear it.
Hey, thanks, Joe. Um, every time you hit a button. What's that? I can hear every time you hit a button. Because you can't yeah. hear anything else. Your microphone picks up your tap. Well, no, see, I use an old uh, Steelcast um, uh, typewriter as my as my keyboard, but you don't oh, actually... They didn't hear that. Nobody heard that. How did no one hear it? Can't hear it. Here, this is what he says, because I have seen this video enough that I almost have it memorized. He says, when I was at Walter Reed, uh, I had these nurses who they would come in and bring (laughs) pills. They would bring pillows from their house for me and uh, bring me their pillows so I would be more comfortable. And this, and this was before the COVID time where I would, they would breathe into my nostrils and they would breathe into my nostrils to make sure I was still alive. Oh, Oh, so that's what he said. Meg that Jones. Is what he said. I've seen that well, video. Well, thankfully, he's got a medical degree. Obviously. Yes. <laughs> well, he trusts the science. Uh, Meg Jones says your broken mic has come back to haunt you tonight. That's valid. That is a hundred percent correct. I have no idea what the hell is going on right now. Thank God everything worked when I was interviewing Cheryl Atkinson uh, uh, today. Oh, by the way, uh, my guest tomorrow night is Cheryl Atkinson. Well, you know, this episode has made me feel better because I'm testing out an entirely new system myself. <laughs> and I feel like I'm the only one that's not having a problem. You are definitely the only one that's not having a problem. And uh, we are definitely, we've learned many things from this episode, uh, and it, which ended in record time. Because entire record segments, time. entire segments, we just ixnade in real time. So, Thomas, what's up with you? Um... Well, I am trying to pick my next race. Um, I'm oh gosh, heavily man. considering running for the same seat again in 2022. Uh, but uh, there is an assembly seat as well. Uh, the unfortunate thing for me is I can't take a lesser race in, in New York uh, to take, say, a, a town board or a county position. Um, that would make just enough money to cut me off of my services and lose me my health care. And, uh, you know... I'm, I'm pretty passionate about politics, but I'm not that passionate. I like to stay alive. Um, so the campaign account is still open. You can actually still go to tomsor52.com and submit a donation to further my next campaign. Well, that's fantastic, and I, I am very happy that people can help you. Folks, can you hear anyone but me? I need to check something. Can y'all hear Matt and Thomas? You let us know in the Should comments. Should we do a test? Because I... <laughs> can they hear you? No, I, I'm pretty sure they can hear me. If they can't hear me, then I'm... Oh, okay, they can hear me. Yes. Okay, good, good, good. good, okay. good. All right, good. Yes. Yeah, so... Um, so, Thomas... <sighs> when it, Whenever you decide... Whatever you decide to run for... Um, we would love to have you on for a show yes. that doesn't go like this one. <laughs> but, you know, if you do enough libertarian podcasts, you get used to this kind of thing because it does happen pretty often. We're usually, uh, like, I, I, perfect. Like, this is so weird. We usually have no problems whatsoever or, like, some weird little problem that'll last, like, for a second. I We've never had this many issues, like, 
in a row. And I do blame the this, mic breaking. Breaking. We we had this episode last March, I believe. It was no, it was it was earlier than that. It may have been like February or January. It may have been about a year ago. And Spike was blasting everything with Yang Gang memes. And we were talking about Andrew Yang. To the two of us, everything that was being said oh, sounded yeah. like how you and I have sounded to everybody else. But to, but to everybody else, we sounded fine. And we went through it, but I could barely understand it a was word Spike was saying. Like, it was the craziest thing. And it, we sounded good to everyone else. Everybody so we else. just went with it. And by the way, Matt, I don't think I ever told you. It turned out all I had to do was press this reset button on my, on my um, soundboard software here. And that would have gone away. <laughs> well, we powered through an hour and a half. I hear he's uh, looking at the New York City mayoral race. Oh, really? <laughs> That's fun. Is that true? Is that real? That I, I hear there's at least talk of it if he hasn't announced. But yeah, we do have a we do have a libertarian uh, running for mayor in New York City, um, Stacy Prussman. Oh, okay. Oh, so Stacy. Okay, I've seen her on uh, on Twitter. So she's the libertarian candidate. Yep. Oh, cool. And you believe so? Yes, actually, um, my former assistant campaign manager, I believe, is managing her campaign. Oh, well, that's awesome. So, folks, if you guys have had difficulty with this show, we're here for you, and so is Nugs of Knowledge. <laughs> and uh, if you go to nugofknowledge.com, you can get this smokable uh, that will help drown out the pain of not being able to hear half this episode. I have no idea what's happening right now. But if you use code, if you use Spike in the checkout code, you get ten percent off. And keep an eye on our compassionate care program, Nugs and Hugs. Nugs and Hugs. Uh, be able to check that out. I yeah. do. I do believe eventually you will be able to attach a donation to your purchase towards the compassionate care oh. on top of the percentage. That's awesome. That is absolutely awesome. Well. Uh, we certainly, uh, we certainly look forward to that. Thomas, thank you so much for coming on before we let you go. And before we let our poor audience here go, uh, from this episode, <laughs> uh, I just want, we just want to give you a chance to say, give any final word, anything that you wanted to talk about that you didn't get a chance to, uh, Thomas Queter, the floor is yours, sir. Well, keep an eye on me, folks. I'm not going away. Um, my original campaign slogan was uh, "Never quitter, rarely quieter," and I don't intend to quit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be here and I'm gonna be loud. Um, I'm looking into going live on a regular basis from my page. Um, you can find it on Facebook. Just search my name; you'll find me. There's not too many Thomas Queeters out there, though. There is one other. He's a nuclear physicist. Um, <laughs> I, that is not me. Um, in, in New York. It, uh, no, I actually think he was out west the last oh, time okay. I saw him pop okay. up on my radar. Okay. Uh, there's not very many queeters in the world, as you can imagine. Um, the, the name actually gets uh, changed as it changes ethnicities. There's there's different versions for different uh, different areas of the world. There's uh, there's different version in Mexico. There's a different version in Spain. There's a different German version. It, it, it gets pretty nuts. Um, but uh, you know, you can always go to Tom. 52.com, T-O-M-F-O-R-5-2.com. 
Um, I'm not sure, but I believe the merchandise is still live. If you'd like a shirt or a button, um, that's a good way to donate. But uh, money is key, and I've got two years to prepare, and I'm starting early. Well, that's fantastic, man. Thank you so much for coming on. And, folks, I actually uh, knocked on doors uh, to help with Thomas's campaign. Uh, you know, there are a lot of people that, that talk the talk. You know, Thomas is out here in his, you know, in his uh, power chair, uh, his power wheelchair, literally going, uh, you know, door to door, uh, uh, you know, for miles uh, to to spread the message of liberty uh, in his in his uh, in his uh, in his neighborhood. So, Thomas, thank you again so much. And folks, thank you so much for tuning in to this just amazing episode. That was so beautiful. Uh, this is best episode ever. Matt, if someone were going to... The, the competency here was out of this world. Competence <laughs> on a completely, on a new level. Uh, and Matt, if someone were to try to go and look for any of our other episodes that were perfectly fine and didn't have all the issues we have with this one, is that even possible? And if so, what would they even do? It is possible to find episodes that sound a lot better than this one. Um, and... <laughs> have so much better video than this one um all you would have to do is if you're one of the old school people who will be the lucky ones that will never ever ever hear this um (laughs) you just have to go to anchor.fm slash muddied waters where you can leave us messages and if you are so inclined donate money to us (laughs) <laughs> which we uh, which we clearly apparently need. Uh, by the way, before we sign off, uh, with sixty eight percent, and also you can find this in every other episode of MuddyWatersMedia dot com. MuddyWatersMedia dot com. <laughs> Don't watch this one. Just you can skip over this one. Actually, no. Tune in. I completely Tom, disagree. Watch right, I was going to say yeah, I'm here. Yeah, to, watch this one. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say this one. Tom, Thomas is on this one. Like. Matt, this is going to be like the, just this turn is be this, like the cult classic episode of Muddied Waters of Freedom. The one and that are going to be watching Queter it years that. later, and they're going to say, "Well, did you see the one with Thomas Queter on it?" And people are going, "They didn't do one with Thomas Queter on it." And it's going to say, "Yeah, they did, but not a lot of people saw." Not a lot of people. You know, saw. I think it's going to go the opposite way. I think they're all going to remember because of the technical difficulties. Oh God, I hope not. Oh no. <laughs> It's like, oh, you're, well, I mean, a, you're a muddied water. Disabled guy on the disabled podcast. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so with six, you guys ordered from the Nug of Knowledge already? We should. Sure you know funny. what? This it feels like <laughs> I feel like I'm on the Nug of Knowledge right now because I could use it. So also, by the way. With 68% reporting, David Perdue is now leading John Ossoff, and uh, and uh, Kelly Loeffler is 6,000 votes behind Raphael Warnock. So, who knows? So, it'll be decided by Christmas. It'll be decided by Christmas, like we said, just like about the time we'll figure out what the hell happened with the audio on this show. So, thanks, folks. Thanks again for tuning in. For uh, me, Matt Wright, and Thomas Queter, thanks again for watching this. Uh, be sure to watch tomorrow, a much better episode. Tomorrow night uh, at 8 p.m. Eastern, uh, we are doing uh, My Fellow Americans with my guest Cheryl Atkinson. Uh, she's going to be talking about her book that just came out a couple months ago, Slanted. And uh, she is the one that got spied on by the Obama administration for reporting on Fast and Furious. So be sure to tune into that. It was a really cool 
uh, episode, really cool interview. And uh, then uh, check me out. If you live anywhere near Sacramento, California, uh, be sure to come on out uh, to the uh, state capitol on Saturday at 4 local time. I will be there uh, speaking at the Reopen California Now protest. Uh, so be sure to tune in to, to come out to that. would love to meet you. And uh, tune in, ne- come back next week right here, same muddy place, same muddy time for the muddied waters of freedom. So, folks, thanks again for, for tuning better in. better muddied audio. For with the audio that will muddy damn well work or I will just leave the room. Folks, thanks again you for know, tuning in. At some point, you need to do an episode where you're in the same room and you do actually sling mud. I'm not mud fight. I'm, I mean, actual I'm not opposed to that. I'm just going to preface this. I'm not throwing my kava at you. That's just not going to happen. No, no, we'll throw you, mud. You, you could go the mud wrestling route. Just saying. I am not mud wrestling Spike. That's, Why not? I mean, that's pretty anti-Semitic, but whatever. <laughs> nice, nice anti-Semitism. Wow. Okay. So, folks, me, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it up later tonight. <laughs> God, folks, I just want to go now. You're folks, welcome. thanks for tuning in. I'm so sorry. And where we're going, we don't need roads.